Good afternoon, good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Dead 3 Coaching Podcast. I am your host, George Evian. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to our podcast. So uh, just, you know, some housekeeping real uh, clo- uh, real quick up front, I guess. Um, just really appreciate all the support that we've been given to the podcast. I say this every episode that we put out, um, but if you could like, share, comment, you know, all our episodes, wherever you consume these, if they're on Spotify, there's a follow button right there. Or if you see this on LinkedIn or any other social media platform, please like, share, comment. Uh, I've had a number of emails actually come through the pipeline and really appreciate the back and forth on some of this content that we are creating. And I want to jump right into it. I'm trying to keep these to about 20 minutes, although the last time I said that we ended up about 48 minutes. So we will uh, do what we can here to keep these uh, in a shorter format for you all. But wanted to hit on something that we did this past week. And it continues to kind of go through my mind. I don't, I'm not sure where I initially heard this from. And I really like it. And we shared it with some young athletes that we work with on a kind of a weekly basis now. And I really liked this phrase. And I used it over and over again. Maybe I used it too much, actually, with some of these athletes I was working with. But I really liked it. And it actually upped the intensity, the focus, the work of, uh, the, uh, of the workout that we had with these athletes, right? But, and I, it's definitely going to be sport-related here, but it's more than sport-related. So again, uh, if you've listened to this podcast, if you've made it 21 episodes, if you've listened to me and some of our other guests that's, that we have had on, there's always a sport spin typically, but it's always about, you know, even the, the 50-year-old that I'm closing in on. It, it matters to me. And this story is relevant to me. And this story is about me and it's about you. And it's about young athletes. It's about raising children. It's about running teams. It's all about all of that. And here's, here's what I think of when I tell the story, I think of the movie Braveheart. And this is what I told these athletes. I think of this movie Braveheart, you know, with Mel Gibson. And I, and I was trying to figure out how to best tell this story. But if you think about Braveheart and Mel Gibson, and I forget the phrase that he has where he's, you know, got his face paint on and, um, you know, his sword and his kilt and all this sort of stuff. And they're about to go into battle and he's got all these people with swords and helmets and they're all, you know, there's many of them, if not all of them are scared and they're about to, you know, go on, you know, and have this big battle. Right. So I kind of picture that scene of Mel Gibson and Braveheart where he's out there and there, and he's about to, you know, he's given this locker room talk to these, to these uh, warriors as they go out there to battle. And so I picture that when I, where I heard this, right. So, and I don't know where I heard this from and I don't know who to give credit to, but I really like it. So for the hundred people that are about to go off to battle, those, and you know, the, one of the athletes last night said they were Vikings, you know, and they weren't Vikings. I don't believe they were, you know, Scots, I guess, getting ready to go off to war. So you take 100 of those, and here's the breakdown of those 100. 10 of them should not even be there, have no business being there. 80 of them are there to die. 80 of them are there to die. Nine of them do all the fighting and are the fighters, and one of them is the warrior is the elite guy. So we, I said this story to these kids, right? Gave them the imagery of Braveheart, although these are young athletes. They didn't even know the movie except for a few of them. 
right? But going off to battle. And then I just hammered that home every time. Now, I also said, this group, some of you don't belong here. I didn't mean it that way, right? That's not a fair thing with young athletes, right? But I was sitting there saying, if that were us, 10 of you don't belong, 80 are to die. You're just showing up. You're dying. You know you're not going to survive it. Nine of you are doing all the fighting. And one of you is elite. And then I was talking sport-related. What is Kobe Bryant? What is Michael Jordan? What is LeBron James? What is Steph Curry? What is Tim Duncan, et cetera? It's a basketball group. They're the Warriors, coach. They're the Warriors. Yeah. And so when they roll in, they never have that mindset of, I'm one of the 10. I don't belong here. I'm one of the 80. I'm just here to die. I'm not valuable. I'm not important. I'm expendable. It's Nine of you are the, the fighters. You're going to battle. You're going to do most of the fighting. And then there's one Kobe Bryant. There's one warrior. Right? And, I'm, and I love that phrase, and I love that kind of that story, and I love that narrative. And because we mentioned it over and over again, then all of a sudden you don't want those athletes are there working and we're working out and I'm blowing the whistle and I'm looking at them and I'm looking at my own children who are in the workout and I'm blowing the whistle and I'm saying, you're one of the 10. You're one of the 80. You're just here with the effort you're giving and the commitment you have and the competitive nature that you're displaying right now. You are one of, you are one of the eight to die. You're one of the 80. You are here to die. You're in the battle to die. Now they, you, they know what I mean. And nobody wants that said about them in this group or professionally. So the focus, the commitment, the competitiveness, the work, the communication, all that amps up. I'm not one of them. And then we say, who's the warrior? As our workout went on and on over an hour and a half or so, we ended up continuing to talk about that story. Right now, who's the warrior? And then I told him, it's so-and-so. Competing, running, aggressiveness, competitiveness, communication, desire, pulling people with him. He's on the mountaintop. And when I actually said that, it wasn't even the best player in the gym in terms of what you might look at as the best player. But he was the warrior. And then you could have people that are really battling and fighting and they're the fighters, but they're still not the warrior. So I think of this phrase and I'm actually thinking about it as a great little sign in my office where I'm recording this right now of 10 shouldn't be there. 80 are there to die, nine are doing all the fighting, or are, nine are the fighters, and one is the warrior. And one is the warrior. And I, I told them this story. As we went through that workout, and nobody wanted to be that guy, and it was everything. All right, you guys lost. Okay, you have to run sprints. Some are running it as if they are don't belong here, don't care about it, not important. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not talented enough. I'm not fast enough. I'm not resourceful enough. I didn't go to the right high school. I'm not at the right school. I don't have the upright. I'm all that. I don't belong here. And some of them have the mindset of, 
well, I just lost, my team just lost. I have to do some running as a, uh, you know, to, 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 as a consequence for that. And so we've got to run and I'm the warrior or I'm the fighter. And just because we're running, it gets my focus. It gets my attention. It gets my commitment and it gets my competitiveness. And so all of a sudden we have 40 kids running, like running because they are all trying to be not one of the 80. And I told him that I was like, Hey, listen, well, this is what I told him before I go to this other point. But what I told him was I'm dealing with this. I'm 50. And I told him, I told him that I'm 50, man, I'm capable of more and better. I am without question capable of more and better as are you listening to this. And you have these goals and ambitions and dreams as I do. And where are you on that? I shouldn't be here, man. I'm right up. I'm doing a podcast. People are listening to it, but it's not Joe Rogan or Ed Milet or type podcast. I don't belong here. I don't belong here. Or I'm just out here to die. Or you know what? I'm a fighter. Right. So these goals, dreams, and ambitions that you want in life, you've got to really sit back and feel. And I and I'm speaking to myself here. You've really got, I've got to really sit back and say, where am I on that spectrum of going out there? Afraid of what people might say, not talented enough, not resourceful enough, not motivated enough. Excuse, excuse, excuse of why you can't. The warrior doesn't think that way. Here's the battle. Here's the goal. Here's the ambition. Here's the dream. Let's go. I'll show you I'm the warrior. And there's, and that's why it's so hard to do. And that's why there are so few of them. And that's why good enough is good enough for the 80. For the 80 that die, good enough is good enough. For the warrior, and I'm picturing Kobe Bryant right now in the NBA Finals, up two games to nothing, or up three games to nothing, whatever it is, fielding questions and leaning back in his chair and looking irritated that he even has to be at this press conference and having somebody say, man, you look pissed off, Kobe. Why are you so pissed off? You're up, you're up two games to nothing. You're up three games to nothing. Why do you look so pissed? Why are you so irritated? Why are you so frustrated? Job's not done. Job's not done. The war, the battle, the challenge is not done. So why should I be happy is what he said, I believe. Why should I kick back? The job's not done. I will celebrate. I'm speaking now myself, not for him. But I'll celebrate when this series is over and I'm a champion. I'll celebrate when the goal, dream, ambition is achieved. The job's not done. That's a warrior. That's a warrior. And I still do that at 50. Not the Kobe Bryant stuff, but where I'm at, what I'm doing. This is good enough. Right? I do this. You, you might do this with your teams. I, I, this, so you, you, you could sit there with your teams, and if you have 10 people on your team, you know, man, there's a couple people shouldn't be here. Who? Right? Maybe not. Maybe not. There's 80 that are eight, you know, eight or so, or, but then you got, you got your dogs. You got your guy that you know is your warrior. You got your guy or gal 
that are your fighters. And then you've got a bunch of guys. Okay. Maybe you don't. Right. And, and, and that's not that maybe that's not totally fair. Right. Because if you've got a team of 10, maybe you just got an elite team and you're sitting around, but they, like I told these young athletes, you're going to go to tryouts in the next year or so at your high school, as these uh, athletes get older and they go try out for their high school teams. And you're going to get kids that are now trying out that have never played or have played a lot more than you have invested a lot more than you that want it more than you. And you're going to sit there in these tryouts and let's say they go to a big school and there's 40 kids trying out a bunch don't belong and they know it. Mom and dad want me to try out. I'm a freshman. This is going to be a great experience. I'm going to finally play high school basketball and I'm saying I haven't played ever. And now I'm in this tryout with a bunch of kids that have been playing forever. I don't belong here. Then there's just a bunch of, you know, not to keep using the word phrase die, but there's a bunch of kids here that it's just okay being out here. This is cool. I'll make it. I'm sure I'll make this team. But I'm, it's, it's okay. Being okay is just okay. Being average, being is okay. I'm here to die. You understand my point. Then there's the fighters. And then there's the, hey, then there's the warrior of the group. And then there, and there is one warrior. That's my phrase. There is one warrior. And if you go try out, I'm telling these athletes, you will know who the warrior is and who the fighters are fast. Quickly, you will know. My, the mindset I would put on them is I am one of them. I am them. You can't go in and want it so bad and have invested so much to sit there and be one of the 80 to be one of the 10, to not belong. No, I belong. It's a mindset. Even if you're not skilled or the most talented, right? I, I saw this great interview this past week with uh, uh, one of my former players. Love him to death. It's been a long time. Uh, it's, it's been a long time since I've talked to him, meaning it's been a couple of years. He's the general manager for the Milwaukee Bucks. Played four years for me at a small school in Michigan. And he's the GM for the Bucks. And I watched this interview with uh, Ryan Rossillo uh, on his podcast. You'd think, you'd think I could get him on my podcast, right? So he gives this interview, but he's talking about talent and fit. And he said, man, I was seduced when he was early in his career in the NBA and definitely said when he was a GM for the first time of seduced by talent. But then he talks about I'm much more concerned about fit. fit. Talent is the baseline. Being good enough to play in the NBA is the baseline. I'm not taking a the, the somebody's best friend with no talent. So talent, but do you take the super talented guy that is the garbage and horrible fit for your organization, your franchise, your culture? No, you don't, right? So he learned that. He was like, that's more important, right? So you go there. And you're, if you're one of the 10, you got to, talent is only takes you so far. At some point, you got to have the fit. You got to be the person. You got to want it. And you say, hey, I am one of them. And the mindset would be is, you know, I, 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 you'd have to ping me on this. And you'd have to send me a note of the idea of the mindset of I am the warrior. Right? I guess it would be a Gary V thing. Gary V says you need to be confident, but you can't be delusional. I'm the warrior. I am the warrior of this group. Eh, you're not. That's delusion. 
The better question would be, how do I become? You can't be delusional. You can't sit there. Now, that's what we deal with. I was at a workout this past week where somebody was talking about how good a certain athlete was and that he is good enough to be playing at an elite, elite, elite college. And I'm looking around and agreeing with him, agreeing with him. But I, I didn't want to sit there and say, man, you are delusional. Like, now, is the athlete young enough to do some things? Absolutely. Is the athlete really good? Absolutely. Is Kentucky or Duke or Carolina or Kansas or UCLA another level? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, there is, there's delusion in some of the conversation, right, of, of different things, right? But you also don't shatter the dreams, and it wasn't in front of the athlete or anything. But you don't, uh, you know, like, yeah, you just kind of nod and move on, right? But if you are that bottom 10, but you got the mindset of, I'm one of the, like, I'm going to tell my kids when they go try out or they go to an elite tryout or something like that, I said, hey, when we walk in, like when we're driving that way, I'm going to be telling them, listen, some people aren't going to belong at this tryout. They're at that tryout because of delusion or because mommy and daddy want them there. And they don't belong there. And you will see it. Most of this group that you are going to try out with, most of this group are there to die. Then there's the people they want, the want, the talent and the fit that they want. They are the fighters and the warriors. You've got to figure out how to be that is what I would tell them. You have to figure out how to be that. And you can't be delusional. You've got to sit there. If my son's, go and try out and they're working out and they end up at a tryout with the 20 people that just made the McDonald's all American team. And they're sitting in this tryout. They're going to sit there and say, I, I would encourage them to say on the way out, dad, I'm one of the 80. That's okay to say, because you're really not dying. Then I would say the guys that are there to fight and the warrior of the group, what does it take? What do you need to do? Take notes. What are you missing? Give yourself don't be delusional that you're one of them. Don't be delusional that you're as good as them. Don't be delusional that you can compete with that right now. Right now. Right now. What does it take to compete at that level and to develop those skills so you can do that in a year, two, three? What's like all that is relevant to all of you, to all of us. Don't be delusional. I should be running this team. I should be the CEO. I should be the CTO. I should be a, a tech lead. I should be the lead salesman. I should be the one. I should be running my own dealership. I should be, okay. There's one warrior. So what's it take to be a warrior? We did this. And this is my second part of the podcast. I put all the kids on a line. I, 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 they were grouped up around me. This is what I said to them when we started. Give yourself mentally in your head a score of 10 being the most and zero being the least. And it was basketball framed. It could be anything framed. It could be anything, but we, we were, we, it was a basketball workout. So there's the, keep in mind, there are kids in this group where they like basketball. They don't love it. And that's absolutely fine. hundred percent fine. We have kids that love golf, love baseball, love, other sports 
right? And basketball is just a fun thing for them to do. So that's different. But I told him, I go, just in the world of basketball, just in that world, how much do you love this? How, how important is it to you? 10 being, hey, coach, this is the most important thing I do. It's all I have. I've got to play in college. I want to, I have a dream of, of the NBA. This is the most important thing I do to probably like with this group. If you're a zero, you're not at my, this workout. So you're somewhere on the spectrum. You could be a four. Hey, coach, I love this. I really like basketball. I really like it. But I don't love it like at a 10. So they're, they're probably somewhere in that world, right? I bet you most of the kids were between 10s and 6s, somewhere in there. So once, and I told him, not, don't, I go, don't tell me. You keep that number to yourself. We had 10s in there. 100% we had 10s in there. And we had sixes, seven, eights, and nines, right? So then you put them on a line. And this is what I did. And I started off with take four steps forward if you're a 4.0 GPA. Take three steps forward if you're a 3.5 or above GPA. Take two steps forward if you're a three-point GPA. Take two steps forward if you drink a ton of water every day. Take three steps forward if you are smart about your nutrition. Take five steps forward if you've, shot the ball 3,000 times in the past week. Take two steps forward if you've done 2,000. One step forward if you've done 1,000. Take four steps backwards if you haven't put up over 500 shots. Take two steps forward if you're concerned about nutrition. Maybe I already said that, but you get the point. You take all these things that it takes to be great incrementally, and you take these steps forward, right? So at the end of this, and I'm, I'm – taking steps away. I'm adding steps. Hey, take five steps forward. If you've been in the weight room three times this week and had meaningful, purposeful and intense workouts with weights, take two steps forward. If you've run five miles this week, take three steps backwards. If you haven't been in the weight room, take, are you watching the NBA? Take two steps forward. If you're watching the NBA, everybody takes, okay. Now take five steps forward. If you watch the NBA, but you have a notebook open and you're taking notes, right? So it's all this, you understand the point. And then at the end, we have five or six kids that are significantly in front of the rest of the pack of 30 kids. Now, and then I say, listen, if you're back here, if you are back here and you rated yourself a 10, you got to start asking yourself some hard questions. I don't believe anybody at the front rated it a three or a four. So I asked the guy that's in front, what did you rate yourself? A nine coach. Okay. Your habits, your rituals, your routines seem to be aligned with the value you place on this activity. So like, that's a great story because it's segmented it up. Kids are looking around going, who are you a 10? Why are you back here? Why are you a part of the 10 that shouldn't be here? Why are you a part of the 80 that are here to die? If it's a 10 to you, and I just rattled off a bunch of things that require no skill or talent other than showing up, why aren't you a part of the fighters and the warrior? Because I looked at the guy in front, or I looked at the group of 30 or so kids, and I said, who is the warrior? Who is the warrior? And they all said his name.
it's a 10 or a nine and he's doing everything necessary to achieve his dreams, goals, ambitions. Now, very sport related, very youth, very athletic related, right? Not even youth athletic, uh, not even youth related. That is me. Dreams, goals, ambitions, man, it's a 10. Let's go. Let's go. It's a 10. What time do you get up? How much time do you spend on Instagram? Two steps forward. If you don't touch your phone till 9 a.m., five steps forward. If you're on Instagram at four in the morning with a cup of coffee with Sports Center on, not achieving any goal, dream, and ambition, take five steps backwards. You, you, you have all these, you're, you're doing this, you're working out, you're doing, you're making 10 extra phone calls, you know, now to put it on other people possibly. Hey, I'm going to make all my sales calls. I'm going to do this for recruiting. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, I'm going to be up at this time. I'm going to be in the office at this time. I'm going to make these phone calls. I'm going to follow up with this. I'm going to write these handwritten letters. I'm going to do workshops. I'm going to go to conventions. I'm going to, okay, take two steps forward, take five steps backwards. Where are you on the scale? Man, I really want to be an entrepreneur. I really want to make X amount of money. I told the kids this. I was like, I think I'm worth X amount of money. I didn't say how much I feel I'm worth. Think I'm worth a lot more. I think I like this is just the truth. I think I am worth a lot more than I'm making. And I would emphasize and underline a lot. And I would put it in my planner and I would make those affirmations. I would write it into existence. I would do all of that. I think I am worth financially more than I am making. Underline, highlight a lot. I believe that. So that could be a eight, nine, or 10, right? Get on the line, George. Two steps forward. Nope. If you do this, five steps forward. Nope. Three steps back if you do this. Yep. So you're, we're all that same way. The elite guys, the warriors, the warrior, not even plural, the warrior, or the warriors out there, I guess, I would put that plural. And you, you might be them. You sitting there thinking about Ed Milet and Andy Frisella here in, in, in St. Louis and those guys, and they do their Arate syndicate, and you roll into those Arate syndicates. I don't know if you follow this or not. I'm, I'm guessing many of you may not. And you roll into those things, and you see those elite guys. Those are the warriors. Maybe some of them are still the fighters, but they're there at that convention. They've made that financial investment. They're doing that type of networking. They have that type of dream, ambitions, and goals, and they are sitting there saying, I am a warrior. I am a warrior. Then you get people like me that, wake up or have a cup of coffee scrolling through Instagram saying, I'm a warrior. I can do that. I could be that. I could have that. Well, get the F off your phone. Start working. Start doing what it takes to be a fighter or a warrior. Because right now you're the 10% that doesn't belong. You're the 80% that are on the field to die. Right, so that's you and that's your team. And that's, you have to picture yourself on the line. You have to picture yourself on a line with a warrior who's sitting out there and asking you how bad you want it and you put it at a 10, but you're never taking a step forward. 
And then when the questions are exhausted, you're sitting there in the back 10 or the back 80. But I really want it. You're not a warrior. So those are the things that we did with these athletes, and I liked it, right? And you could send me notes or, you know, have conversation about being on the field to die, but you understand the metaphor and analogy and story to that, right? Um, and the athletes did, right? But the idea is this. We would, and I always circle back to this. We would all want our kids to think and behave that way. We would all, all of us listening to this, if you have children, to roll into a workout and to have them say, Dad, I'm the, I'm the warrior of, or let's, you, would, you would want them to feel like, hey, and not be delusional with it, but say, geez, Dad, there's a lot of good people here. But I'm going to be as good. I'm going to one year, two year, 10 year time. I'm the warrior of that group. I'm the warrior. And watch me. And this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to get on the line and I'm taking steps forward. I never take a step backwards. I never take one step. I don't take two steps. I take five, seven, 10 steps because I'm doing everything it takes to be the warrior of that group. You would love that for your children to say that. And then you would love to support it to have it happen. And what I get bent on is that's cool for 14, 15, 16-year-old athletes and the children we're raising. But we don't think about it for ourselves. Because okay is okay. As opposed to, that's one, why I think we all need coaches. We all need somebody to bounce. Like, we all need somebody to. I, Tony Engel is a, a coach that was a mentor of mine when I was 22 years old. And it's, you know, it's, it's one thing. It's about making sure that we roll through life without regrets and that we exhaust everything. We're good to one another. We learn from every experience, except, you know, those type of things, because you don't want to be 50 with regret. And I just bring that up on a side note because, man, Tony Engel was a good, good, good person with a lot of knowledge, a lot of, uh, charisma and character and uh, integrity and knowledge in the world of basketball and all that. And he was a very good friend of mine. And I didn't tap into that. Like I wish I would have, he has since died. He died a couple years ago of COVID won a national championship and all this, but he was the first, you've all heard this phrase before. Um, but he was the first one to say it to me. And he said, a coach always sees more in you than you see in yourself. And is pushing you to become that person. A coach sees what you're capable of. And pushes you. To achieve it. And it's not athletic related. I consider myself a coach at work. I think we're capable of a lot more. As a group. As a team. As an organization. And as individuals. 100%. As individuals. Team. Organization. We have something called a train. We have releases. We're capable of so much more. And we're good. But maybe we're a part of the, the group just being out there to die as opposed to sitting there saying, you know, and I wouldn't say this stuff at work necessarily, but man, we're all warriors or we're all fighters and we're sitting around on the battlefield dying. Or some of us, uh, maybe our teams actually don't even belong in this conversation. We shouldn't be, even be in this battle. I mean, the follow-up on all this is if you're in that battle, the, the warrior that you're thinking of 
maybe that warrior's got to go find another battle to become a greater warrior. If I'm the warrior of this battle, let's find another battle. And let's see what I'm... I, I just finished the book, Never Finished, by David Goggins. And he, he talks about all, everything that he's done. At the end of the book, you know, it was like this conversation of, you think I'm doing this just for recognition and acknowledgement and social media and for a paycheck. He was like, and then he rattled through everything that he's done. I did all this before anybody knew who I was. I always leveled up. I always found the next thing. I always was a warrior here and became a warrior over there. He didn't say that, but that's what he's saying. So I was always looking for the next battle to where maybe I'm one of the 80 and I'm on the field to die. But over time, I'm the warrior. Maybe the, the battles you are rolling with right now are the right battles to be in and you're one of the 80 to die. But in a year, you're the warrior. And that's a good battle to stay in. If the battle is the fight you want, that's the battle to stay in. Become the warrior of that battle. And it may not happen today, but don't be satisfied dying on the field or looking around saying, I don't belong and I don't belong next year, and I don't belong the year after. You need to be in that battle with you and your team saying, hey, we're one of the 80 right now. No delusion. We are not delusional about where we are, but we also are not sitting around going to continue to die on this field every day. We are a warrior. We are a fighter. And it may not happen this quarter. It may not happen this year, but I guarantee you, if we do X, Y, and Z, if we keep taking steps, from the line, in the right direction, we will be the warrior. And then once you're the warrior, you sit back and say, what other battles are there? I'll still be the warrior here. I will always be the warrior here. Where's the next battle? Then that's what David Goggins was doing. So a coach, you know, a coach will keep you in line, and it's not a uh, – and I love that story, right? And I, I'm telling you right now, I would love to here in my basement that I've uh, slowly finishing, got the floors done this week, boom. Right. But I would love to have a phrase up here that says 10 shouldn't be here. 80 are here to die. 10 do all the fight. 10 do the fighting. And one and one dot, dot, dot. And one is the warrior. And one is the warrior. I would love to have that in my, here in my basement. It's a sign I would like to make and create because I've got three young children that roll down here every day. And for them to see that every day would be amazing. And one is the warrior, right? The title of the episode is, is that, right? So listen, I'm going to wrap it up. I know I went longer than 20 minutes and I hope that hits you like it hit me. Um, so, you know, some of that stuff, uh, you know, I don't know who I heard the phrase from um, getting on the line, taking steps forward, figuring out what your importance and value and your dreams and goals and ambitions are and rating it and seeing if you're doing those habits on a line. Uh, I heard that years and years ago in a different context and I really liked it. Um, and it, it stuck with me. Um, but all that interplays with, you know, it's a great keynote, right? Um, if you've made it this far and you want me to be your keynote, please reach out to me. <laughs> so listen, if you can do me a favor, please share this. I like this message. Um, I like that story. Um, please share this um, and please comment on it. I'd love to get your feedback on it. Um, and, um, you know, please connect with me on LinkedIn or, or Twitter or any of that. And uh, would love to get a conversation going. Um, 
Uh, I appreciate the support for the podcast and we will talk next time. Thank you.